Welcome back to the Real Men Podcast, where we talk everything Brookwood sports. I'm Jackson. I'm John. Dylan will probably join us a little bit later into the show because he's getting back from work. But we have to do a three-week recap because we've been busy lately. There's a lot of stuff that we have to do. Of course, Brookwood now 4-4 four and four ever since uh, they beat Bessemer City. They lost to Bryant. They lost to McAdory. And they come up playing Northridge this week. A little recap on these games. We're going to start with Bessemer City. What do you did you see anything from that game, Hayden, that you want to point out? Um, I'll be fair. Not really much, aside from we just executed how I kind of expected in some ways. The run game, although I do have to say, the run game was phenomenal. I was ended up having to be the stat guy for that because the original guy was not there, and. Just gonna put this. I hated that to be honest with you. But from what I, when we're recording the stats, it kind of puts you in a different perspective of how like how everything works out. And CJ in the run game was great. It was probably the best I've seen Brooklyn's run game ever against a team that's I wouldn't say great, but a team that's like mediocre at most at best. Even though Bessemer City didn't have a good record, but at the same time. Still, for to see that to see CJ run like he did and play like he did was probably the best thing about that game. And Kobe's passes were a lot better than the game prior. I'll put that out because the game prior was iffy, and he kind of made you question a couple of his decisions. But after that, he kind of in the Bessemer City game showed why he's a starter. So not really much defense play that's expected. All but just run game and run game was probably the most surprising out of it because I just didn't know if I'm should I bring up that stat that he had or no? You can. Oh, uh, well, in that case, CJ Cummins rushed for 180 yards and three touchdowns in that game, which I think is not really the best for Brookwood in the past years, but it's one of the best I've seen for this year, for this year at least. Yeah, an insane game for CJ. And not only that, defensively we played really well, but it was also a bunch of there was also a bunch of penalties. That game was a very penalty filled yes, game. Yes, there was actually, if I'm correct, there was actually 17 um, penalties. Let me see. I should have that stat here with me. But it was 17 penalties for a hundred and no, yeah, 14 penalties for 130 yards. Jesus so it's yeah, it's a lot. The uh, Bessemer City's penalty wise was eleven penalties for ninety. That so yeah, there's a, that was a lot of penalties that game, and it it was just it kind of they wouldn't let the boys play football, and I get that you have to call the game how it is, but it, it was just it was just ref ball at that point. And but we played well. Besides that, we did all that we needed to do. We made big plays, and we executed till the very end. That's what we needed to do. Now, the next game was Paul Bryant. I'm not going to lie to you. This game kind of pissed me off, and I, I, I said during after the game that I was going to come on here, and I was going to – I'm just gonna make fun of Brookwood. I was gonna, I was gonna be so angry. I'm, I'm just gonna be honest. I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. I'm trying to keep it, you know, professional here. Yeah, a lot of emotions went through at the end of that game too. We were, yeah, hurt. A lot of players were hurt. Um. Yeah, I got to be in the 20. locker room with Brandon. I got to be sorry, but I was gonna point this. I was gonna say this. Um, I got to be in the locker room at the end of that game with um. Some of you may know Brandon Colsey, and it's it was. 
it was you could tell the the atmosphere and the mood was just so offset and not good. And I like the one. I'm gonna bring this up, and this is one thing that you probably experience with Bramlett in moments like these. Bramlett has a way of you know even when you lose, he makes it to where he kind of the way he words it is is that it's not over. You're it's not over. You're not done. You got you that got improvement, and I was in that locker room when he when he was speech, uh, talking, and it was it even though I was a spectator, it moved me a lot. Yeah. Um. Back to this. It was twenty three six at one point. We were losing bad. Um. You know, Kobe wasn't having the best game. He threw he threw like two picks already. Um. And we just needed we needed momentum. So that's what we that's what we did. We got the ball back. Kobe, we drove down the field. Kobe threw a pass to Kevin Wise. He scored. Okay, but then we had to get an. Now then we had to get an onside. We didn't. Um, they got the ball. We got a turnover on downs. We scored again off of Otis Sims touchdown. We kicked an onside. We recovered the onside. It was twenty three eighteen at this point. All we needed to do was score. All we do needed to do was score. We were driving downfield. Um. It was fourth and ten. Kobe couldn't get the ball out. End of the game. After that, um, yeah. after that, you could t- you saw Otis throw his helmet. You saw you saw Micah just go to the sideline, just beat. You saw you saw a lot of people beat because that that hurt. It hurt me. I was sitting I was sitting up with y'all you guys in the booth room, and I was pissed. I threw my water down. I took off my hat. I just couldn't. I just couldn't bear it. Yeah. It, it because and the reason it hurts so bad too is because we were expected to win that game by a huge margin. I mean, we everyone, even Paul, I'm pretty sure even some Bryant fans thought that they there was no shot they won that game, and for us to come in there and have lost it the way we did, it it made it hurt even worse because we were like I think I think Brandon told me he think we we're like seven to 14 point favorites and we still ended up losing that game and it it that's it stung a lot more because the way everything was building up going to that game is, and then all of a sudden it falling apart is what just made it is it it hurt made it hurt so much worse and to the coaches and players that listen um again we are unbiased on here uh, you know, I was up there when that game happened, and I'm not going to be up there again until the season's over. But here's here's my say on how the season's gone. For it's like a gravel road. There's a bunch of potholes, and there's a bunch of stuff you got to drive through. It's a rocky start. It's rocky. You got to keep driving though. No matter how far it is, you just got to keep driving. Got to keep pushing. Because no matter what, there's going to be those. There's going to be that. There's going to be one thing that's going to try to stop you. But you can't. You can't stop. With this Bryant game, this was a real this was the this was the true testament to what we need to learn about ourselves. Yeah, Hewittown, yeah, Hillcrest. Those were big teams though. Those were teams yeah, that we that's what I was gonna to say is, Yeah, and yes, with games. Bryant, they were projected to win, but or they weren't projected to win. But with this loss, I thought that this would be like a Brookwood's kick in the butt, be like, hey. We need to lock in. And, you know, that moves me into Macadory. Or did you have something else to say? 
I was just, just going to follow off to what you said. Is basically that if she, uh, I, I kind of lost it, I hate to say that, but I did. You can go ahead and continue though. Well, with Macadori, um, they um, excuse me, they. God, I don't. I don't have words. It w- it was just such a bad game from us. It was the final score was fifty fifty six to zero. You know, McAdory just the better football team that night. Way better yeah. football team. We come in, we got our we got our teeth kicked in by a really good football team. They they were explosive. They were quick. Gaps open. But somebody who played really good that game in terms of tackling and chasing down people was Reed. I mean, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I was. Uh, I'll admit that was that was probably his best game of the season. I'll be honest with you. That was. I don't know, but I'd have to estimate he had about at least around seven, six, maybe eight tackles that whole game. Well, that's not his best game this year. But anyways, um, he um, that just shows that one player does not win you the football game. You need everybody clicking, and yeah, everybody can say like Bo Jackson was the reason McAdory was so good back in the day. Yeah, but you got to give credit to the old line. You gotta always give credit to the other people. You always have to rely on others because you can't do it all on your own. Ethan couldn't do it on his own. You know, Will can't do it on his own. Kobe can't do it on his own. Nobody can do it on their own. None of the O linemen, none of the D line, none of the defense, none of the offense, not even the coaches. Every we I, rely on each other. I will give credit where credit is due. We may it may not have been a good it may not have been a good game, but one thing that I got to talking about is the fact that McAdory, who was a high-powered team going into that game, the fact that it, that we held them to at least 21 points going into halftime, it may not seem good from the from to the to a normal person, especially if you're not someone who pays attention to the game. Even if you are someone who pays attention to the game, it's still something that you know that's a bit of a stretch to say. And you'd be like, hey, why is 21 points any good? I mean, we still allowed, we still allowed them 21 points, and we didn't get anything. Well, the way I see it is McAdory nearly beat um, nearly beat uh, Northridge, if I'm correct. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. And, and for that to be the case is for us to go in, have gone in there and be able to hold them to at least 21, which is somewhat of a reachable game, game is still kind of an impre- it kind of impresses me a lot because especially for uh, McAdory to be that high level and quality of a team who's going to the playoff, mind you, for them to be that high level and quality of a team and still in the, at halftime be up 21 nothing, I think isn't bad. It's not great in any sense, but I still, for Brookwood, don't think it's that bad of a thing to look on. Well, that brings me, I'm just trying to move on to this game because we got to talk about this one. You know, tonight was the homecoming parade. You know, we got tomorrow, which is the homecoming game, which is Northridge. Second to the last game of the season. Um, This team is really good. This I'm not gonna lie to you. This is one of those games where we are gonna have to play the best football we've played all season to even have a chance to win. They they came into Hillcrest and they almost beat Hillcrest. They all they put up a fight against Huey Town. They, they beat McAdory. 
If we go in here and pull off this win, it will be the biggest shock in 6A football this year. Yeah, especially since um, especially since uh, Northridge is going to the playoffs, and they only lost to Hill uh, Hillcrest by ten. Yeah. If, like you said, if we beat this team, it'll be probably the most talked about. I wouldn't say talked about, but I would say close enough to be one of the most talked about games in 6A because it's just everything for Brookwood to have started off five and two and then finish start be right now four and four against against um Northridge for us to go in and upset that would be a very I think momentum shifter for from for the future and now and you know, oncoming uh, freshmen and everything and football players. I think it'll be a very great momentum shifter for us. Yeah, it would. Um, definitely something to look forward to next year as we uh, get the year going. But Northridge with a very high-powered offense and that defense is they have a lot of players on defense that are really really good. Um, something about this the flaws on this team that I've noticed. As they play off a little bit, I've noticed a lot of playoff and coverage. So if he can exploit that, you know, Paul Bryant, we love the out routes. We love the curl routes. So we can, we can exploit him with that. Um, we got to – Kobe has to find a group, I guess, you know, because he's – he always yeah. finds he, – he, he can hit the passes that he needs to hit. But then again, whenever he, like, hits a go route, it, it can be either over or under. And, yeah, or it could be on the dot, you know. That's how it usually works. But we need we need him to hit some of these throws. If he hits if he hits the throws that he needs to hit, then this game could be really good. You know, the O line the O line was pretty well is doing pretty well. They were protecting Kobe pretty well and Jacob pretty well on my against McAdory. Like when we when we lined up with an empty backfield and it was just them back at in the backfield and they were took a shot. Great protection. Kobe made a phenomenal throw downfield that put us in the red zone. We didn't score, but a phenomenal throw to Otis. And it, it was just a great, great protection. We just need that to stay stay evident. Next game with defense, we just got to get better at coverage, man. We got to cover. We got to tackle. We got to wrap up. We got to do better with that. If, we, if, all, if everything goes to plan, if Brookwood – comes in this game with a mentality that is different than all the rest, we will win. We need the Holt mentality. We need to go in here and act like we're about to squash him with squash him kid. We need to go in here and act like we're about to beat this team fifty nine to two. Cause if we don't, if we go in here with any doubts, we're gonna lose. I agree with that a lot. And when it comes to defense, because I have uh, defensively I'm a little iffy about because the McAdoo game, they their tackling wasn't good. I'll be honest, it wasn't the worst, but it wasn't any good. And I don't know what it is about the tackling. I, I, I don't. But the thing is, defensively, we have got to, like you said, cover. That's the one. I did see it well. I saw it pretty, pretty decent and pretty well against teams like Bryant and Bessemer City, but it's Bryant Bessemer City, so I mean but at the same time I, the passing game is their co- passing defense has got to be fixed a little bit more and a lot more 
especially for tackling, tackling I, that's the one thing that I've noticed that's killed us a lot this year and that I really want to, we really got to fix. I don't know why or what's going on, but I'm not saying any of the coaching is any bad. I'm just saying that it's just, you would think after so many weeks of stuff like that happening, you'd be like, well, eventually we're going to uh, tackle them the right way and actually tackle them without them slipping through us and getting by. But, I mean, but off that, too, is the run defense was pretty okay. It I noticed at the beginning of the year it was pretty strong, but then started to fall off. Not much, not much at all. It was It's still pretty good, but not as good as it was at the start of the season. And it's mostly because of the tackling. That's mostly it. Now, offensively is basically the only thing I can really say is Kobe's consistency let's put it that way and in more general and nice terms is the consistency has got to be there in a sense because when he in the Macador game his consistency was he no well I can say I'd say this a little differently in the Macador game he was at the start he was throwing pretty like iffy balls but then midway through, he started to pick up the pace, and he actually started to throw really good, really good passes. I'll be honest with you. There were some passes in the McAdoo game that kind of surprised me. But towards, but later on, things was kind of falling off again, and the consistency started to slack off, and things were happening. It's yeah. that's the main thing, and I agree with you on that. Is consistency with Kobe is got to be adjusted and fit perfectly, because against a team like Northridge, you've got to have that multi-use option because if we can if we can't pass it all we, all they're all they're going to do defensively is no we're just going to run it i mean that's it that's all they have to do is just um blitz us and that's it but pass if you can mix in and blend in the pass i could see it really confusing them because towards the end of the year for brookwood i've noticed we've gone a lot more we've relied a lot more on the run than we have the pass that's why I say, but when we, but I think we should just switch and involve the pass a little bit more. We did towards midway through the season, but we kind of haven't used it as much, and that's probably due to the consistency of uh, Kobe. But if we can involve the pass game, Kobe stays a little bit more consistent on offense, and just blend all that together. I think we have an off a chance to at least get a couple points on the board offensively. Yeah, I don't think. Um, you're going to hear from the coaches from that first statement, but <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's why I had to backtrack a little bit. Yep. Because they're gonna, I'm not here, so they can't get on me or I'm not there. I'm they can't, get, but, um, back to, back to that. Um, I don't like trashing on one player a lot. Um, I like to blame the offense as a whole, because if Kobe can't click, that means something else isn't clicking. That means yeah. somebody else isn't doing their job. So we need everybody to do their job, and that's just how the game needs to go. Um, you know, we'll get into physicality next week, and that will be the final game of the season, and then we'll figure out what we're going to do with the podcast then. Um, I didn't I, – I thought the show was going to be a lot longer, if I'm going to be honest. We're not done yet, but I'm just saying I thought the show was going to be a lot longer. Yeah. Um, it, I'm happy I'm happy we finally get – we're getting back to it, and we get to record again. Um. We're four and four right now. That's our that's Brookwood's record. We're four and four going to this game. We are looking to go five and four, but if we don't, we'll be four and five going into Tuscaloosa County. 
which is a very good football team with the far, four-star quarterback, Sawyer Dearman. Former former Brookwood Panther. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about that again next week. With Northridge, they got so many, so many guys. We got one of their guys last year. He was a – God, he was so funny, Corey. Um, but do you have any key players to watch out for, Hayden, for this Northridge game? I'd have to – only one I can really think of is Ethan Reed, to be fair. And it's not because I don't think any other player is going to be a threat. It's just that I'm – I'm just saying that. But I'm just saying that Ethan Reed is a very good player to look out for because – He's look by the way by the way it looks he's looking to finish this season off strong. He is not looking to play a normal game. He's looking to do everything he can to to look, to either to do good for this team. Exactly. Um, I got my three offense, my three defense. One of my offenses, of course, Mr. Otis Sims always always comes out here and always puts on a show. Um, then I got CJ. CJ would be definitely one to watch out for. He can come out there. He can execute. He can do whatever he needs to do. And then my last offensive guy will be um. Does Timbo return this week? I don't know, but I don't want to speculate anything. So I'm not really going to say much on it. But I don't know if he's going to return or not. I do if not. Timbo like returns this week. If Timbo returns this week, I'm going to say Timbo. But if he doesn't, I'm going to say that O line. That O line might shock some people this week. They're gonna. They're gonna hear. They're gonna they're gonna improve, I promise you guys. Now with the can defense, I, my first real quick defense, before you go to defense. Real quick before we go to defense, can I bring up an offensive player that kind of shocked me towards the end of the season? That would have to be Micah Patton. Uh, uh, he okay, at, yeah. <laughs> at the receiver position. Oh he, okay, yeah. that's what yeah, that's what I meant. At the receiver position, he's looked pretty good, not anything to kind of be scary about but like for to be honest with you he's looked pretty all right like not too bad for a receiver yeah he's he's a very good receiver he has good hands that was bringing me to my defensive thing where i was gonna say um i wasn't gonna say ethan is my first guy i was gonna say micah because um he's very he's been very good defensively very good ball very good guy at the safety position who's improved a lot He's improved so much, and I'm I'm happy he's improving. Um, Ethan, my next guy to watch out for. Love the guy. I hope he does well. And then on the D line, uh, or on the yeah D line, Dickinson. Um, if Mason just comes in there and plays a good game, becomes a disruptor, then we'll have a we'll we'll do good. Um, do you have any closing remarks or statements? Um, two things. One. I was going to bring up that the Brookwood High School has actually brought out a 3D render of the uh, new stadium that's coming out, and it looks pretty good. We may or may not upload it to the um, to the uh, uh, Real Men Podcast Facebook page or Instagram, but um, I was just going to bring that up, and as for my... Second thing is just oh um sorry for taking so long to record. I was gonna bring that up. I don't know if you were or not, but sorry for taking at least three weeks of not recording. We've had we've been all been busy. I know Jackson made a 
recent post on that. If you want to go back, it's a recent episode actually. If you want to go back and watch that prior, it should be like 35 seconds. I'm just going to bring up because I felt personal to it as well. We are sorry that we have it took this long to actually upload an actual new episode. Yeah, well, it's 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 a side thing. It's like a hobby, you know. We yeah. all got we all got stuff we got to do. You know, me being in college, doing working, you doing what you need to do. We all got stuff, right? So yeah. back to my closing remarks. Um, it this year has been a good year for Brookwood. This year has shown a lot of people stuff that we haven't seen in a while. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, we're sorry we haven't been uploading, but we're back. Um, I wanted to say that we will to follow the Facebook at Roman Podcast or go to the Facebook group at Roman Podcast. Go to the Instagram, follow at Roman Podcast, and we've got a YouTube channel also called the Roman Podcast uh, where we will upload clips and stuff uh, and find if we have any bloopers or stuff, you know, because that happens, you know, if I, yeah, if I can like, find the audio files from where we slipped up on a couple of shows, then I'll, I'll definitely upload them. Uh, but that's been it for us. Uh, I'm Jackson. I'm John. And uh, this was your Roman podcast.